Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 101 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So this morning, I got a question for you. What is the protocol on... Well, let me take you back. So this morning, my wife got up 6 o'clock, 5.45, her alarm goes off. Now, I told you my job changed a little bit, so mm-hmm. I now work... I'm working days instead of afternoons. Carpet so cleaning to carpet making. We went from me not having, I didn't have to go into work till the afternoon. So it wasn't a big deal if my wife's alarm went off and woke me up before I needed to get up or you know what I mean? But yeah. now we are in a situation where she leaves for work at 6.30, 6.45. I get up at 6.30. And I'm one of these guys, I think we've talked about it before, I get up right when my alarm goes off. She, I don't think we did talk about that, but I feel like that'd be better she, than when she's leaving. Get you up. Booyah. But she doesn't get me up. She gets up uh, at 545, right? She's going to have her put the alarm clock and on And she's her. supposed to leave. And go at, like beep, beep, and walk by you while it's still plugged in. She is supposed to leave at 630. According to her, that's what her plan is. But she usually gets out of here at like 640. That would give her ample time. This morning, uh, well, so let me take you back. Her alarm goes off. She sets her regular alarm clock and her phone. So they go off at least three times a piece, which, you, have to. you know, you have to smart. I, I agree with setting two alarms. However, I'm not one of these people that like has to snooze, 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 snooze. Oh, brother. It, I think it's, it's so I, now I can <laughs> just tell by the way you're looking and I know how your <laughs> wife and me compared to you and my wife, <laughs> you're one of these people that has to, that already knows. I usually like to snooze for a half hour, yeah. 45 minutes. So I'm going to set my alarm to, you know, trying to trick myself into allowing myself to get more sleep when if you would have just slept up until that last point when your alarm went off all the same, if your wife and I shared an abode, there'd be a minimum of 17 alarm clocks (laughs) minimum. So with that being said, like I finally, every day I finally, after the last one goes off, I like, I get crazy and now I'm awake. I'm, I'm woke up. You know what I mean? I can't go back to sleep. Are you saying the first one does it for you? And then you just like, I, I immediately no. when my alarm goes off, Oh, but I mean hers. Hers goes off. You hear it. You yeah. Kind of close your eyes and get pissed off in five. I minutes. just know that hey, it's going to happen a bunch of times, and I just try to sleep through. I'll put a pillow over my head or whatnot. But Ooh. eventually, after the at the sixth one, I'm like putting my foot on her back and pushing her out of the bed slowly. That's like and a like, half ass yeah. hour of sleep you're oh, getting though. It's oh, like it's, a garbage hour. It's terrible. So you might like, as well get up and do jump rope. Today I'm just sort of sitting there and I like to pick up my phone and I'm looking at it and I'm like uh, she got out of bed and I heard her drop something in the kitchen and smash glass all over the floor. So then I'm thinking, well, do I get up and help her clean up because I know that she's you know she runs on a tight let's not schedule. Be, let's not be crazy. Or do I figure, hey, it's probably not that much of a mess. She can clean it up. It'll be all good. If you don't have thirty seconds for a glass, maybe you should have prepped better. I agree, but however, I mean, the glass broke, and I didn't know what it was. Certainly the logic I would take, you know, while my head's on the pillow. And I thought, you know what? 
I'm gonna let her handle this one. It'll My be kids fine. are like crapping the bed and throwing up, and I'm like, Ooh, how many? I mean, how many sheets are there to clean? Like, I come up with reasons to still lay. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, I'll come up with crazy reasons to stay in bed. And like, I, is the, I know the house is on fire, but like, is it in this room? Right. Like, oh, that makes sense. Am, am I hot? Like, gotcha. is my skin physically warm yet? Because if not. I would I know, normally. I have no minutes, problem right? getting out of bed, and but I, I had nothing else going on today, so it was technically my day to sleep in. Yeah, but still, but I was like, I'm not going to get up to do a bunch of glass cleaning up. I mean, extra work, right? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. So I I took a mental note. Make sure that you don't go downstairs <laughs> barefoot. <laughs> yeah. You know, whenever you do wake up. Well, that's the so. As I'm drifting up to sleep, I'm thinking, well, it's Saturday. My son could wake up. Sometimes he wakes up earlier and he comes down and starts playing Xbox early in the morning. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, what if he gets up before me and he doesn't know the glass broke and he goes in the kitchen and, you know. Blah, blah, blah. This is all assuming she didn't properly clean up the mess. You Correct. Okay. So. This is what you're assuming so far. F- fast like forward. Like, probably. I totally forget. I fall asleep for like 25 minutes. I totally forget that I heard a glass break. I go downstairs barefoot and I step on glass and it goes into my foot and I'm in excruciating pain, but it's not like, it's like, it's like little tiny slivers of glass. It's not even like a big, I could handle a big piece that you could pull out, Yeah. but it's like, like hair splinter. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. So I'm like. I'm multiple so, or are you just like like one's bottom? Well, I don't know. It's just in a generalized area of my foot. I okay. I felt it felt like salt under my foot, but I'm like as soon as I stood it on, I said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so I called her at work and I immediately started screaming and yelling. I'm like, "What? You know why would <laughs> how you... many times a week would you say that you call her at work and yell?" N- almost never. She usually calls me and a I lot yell. of stories <laughs> involve like her at work and you guys on the phone screaming. That happens when usually she... I don't call her like ever, when, really. Like one of the kids are sick and ends up like with a screening <laughs> match on the phone. So she... Uh, right away, the very first thing she does is... She goes, that's bullshit. I cleaned it. There's no way. Couldn't happen. I'm like, it did happen. I'm not... Why would I call you now at this time <laughs> in the morning? Just because right. you know the glass broke. You saw it in the garbage can. And you're just trying to you're just trying to, to, to prod and poke. And I go, no, I have glass in my foot. She's a lot like you where you're immediately thinking like... I just wanted some reason to complain, but I really had a piece of glass in my yeah. foot. So then she says, take a picture. <laughs> build a reputation. She goes, take a picture of it. I, I ain't taking a picture of it. I'm telling you there's glass in my foot. It's what, it is what it is. You need to feel bad about it. She's Why like, did I, you take a picture? I don't. Because you're lying. It was so small, you didn't want to look like. Oh, a... I was no, I was just like, so. Why did you just take a picture? Because, because at like, that point, I it. was like, I don't, I shouldn't have to take a picture. I'm telling you, I stepped on glass. What? What? I'm not saying what happened. she's thinking. She's thinking it's such a small little piece that like it won't even show up in a picture. So why are you calling me? <laughs> Probably. So I. I vacuumed and cleaned up the rest of the kitchen, and actually put like the dog gates up so the kids couldn't get in there, and. uh I kept it. I told my son, I said, I have glass on my foot, but I'm going to keep it in my foot until your mom gets home tonight at eight o'clock. So I'm going to wear open toed shoes for the remainder of the evening. So I, uh, I made it till about one o'clock. Fetch my Egyptian sandals. I was begging my son (laughs) to pull it out like the elephant and the, uh, you know, the mouse. Yeah. Yeah. I was begging him like, you got to pull this thing out. He's like, no way, man. It's disgusting. I'm like, and I did the old. You know what? I used to, I, I wiped your ass. I, <laughs> yeah. you know, I did this, I did that. Uh, so I finally did sit down and I had, to, it was almost like a pulling he out wouldn't a do sliver. It? No, he wouldn't do it. Hmm. But he watched me and in, in awe as I, as, involved, as I backed a, a glass sliver out of my foot and took a picture <laughs> of it. And you know what my wife said <laughs> when she saw the picture? Camera? Yeah. 
no. that's it. She's like, where's she, that? She said, your fingernail's filthy. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. That's why you didn't want to take a picture. Yeah. you're like, it's so small. No, it's it not It doesn't why. have to be big to hurt. Just the, the bottom line a is. A small one will hurt. If somebody, oh, by the way, it's, it's like one of those things where I'll, I'll, you know, anything I say, it's like, I need backed up proof. You don't need backup proof. You made a mistake. I'll be like, hey, you left the garage door open last night. I'm, send me a picture of it. I don't See, need to send the, you a picture of it. You, you the left the garage door open last night. That's the kind of stuff I can't handle. My wife does that a lot. Like, hey, just so you know, like I, I took care of it. I fixed it. But you were supposed to put this away in this closet and you left here. Or the garage door is perfect. I, I shut it. But just, I just, I just want to go like, why'd you even, why'd you even bring it up? Like, did you close it? Cool. Because, well, you know, I didn't do it on purpose, so next time I'm going to not do it on purpose. I'm going to repeatedly not on purpose do it. <laughs> so you telling me about it after, you know, wake me up and tell me shut it. Even I'll be I'll be angry, but I'll be like, all right, like, I guess we'll solve this issue. Well, let's be honest. To bring it up after the fact is just like, well, You guys but, don't but do like a, a tip for tat, though. A sliver. No, I don't. Where, like, you go back and you go, you remember that she pointed it out to you that you did that. So you, you don't ever do that. There was a point when I, I have a thing on my on my phone, like a reminder thing that comes with the iPhone. And I use it to write down, like, stuff that I'm going to talk about on the podcast and reminders, passwords, yada, yada. And there was a point when I had started a folder in that for stuff that she does that I don't like i guess don't like or or you know because we get we you know when you get into an argument with somebody and they go well like well, what you get to a point where like where you're so mad and someone goes well what did i do like prove it and then like by that time i'm so like blind. give me an example give me an yeah. example i'm so blind rage that i just go like i'm not in court i don't have to prove shit i'm mad because i am you know what i mean <laughs> right and so i started writing down like you were on Facebook uh, at seven fifteen. In in what? Like I start writing down. So stuff. let's just straighten this out. You do do the tit for tat. No, I started doing it, and then when I got like a half a page of stuff, I looked at it and I go, "This is the most pathetic, like <laughs> weak ass, like tiny look." Like keep the, it around; it, it may come in handy though. It looked so bad that like if I brought it up in an argument later, I'd go, "Well, it's here." Like. I wanted coffee and you wouldn't give it. It was, it seems so weak that I, I was guess just out like, of context. Oh. What you're it's saying is like, like, you woke me up with a frying pan or like, Hey, remember that one time I came home and you had all three of the kids like in the tub and you're drowning them. That kind of stuff you can write down. But, but when they go, well, what did I do? What did I do? I hate like you're, when you get so mad, you're in an argument and what did I do? You don't want to prove shit. But then when you write that shit down later, it looks so... I feel like I could bring myself right back to being as angry as I was as soon as I see that little prompt. Oh, okay, well... I, I can't. See, my wife... Because I get context later. She's famous for doing that same thing where she'll be like, give me an example. When? When did I do yeah. it? And I'll, it? That's a perfect thing is, well, on January 3rd, I, as I've denoted when... here in my phone... <laughs> It looks so funny, like, when you glance down at your phone and you glance up. I mean, that... I don't know, like... I have thought about what you're saying and I've even attempted it. But once I get a page deep, I just go, there's got to be a better way to solve this. There isn't. <laughs> what, what is it? What's the way? The problem so, is to so just you go, abandoned, I said you've so. abandoned... I guess you just move right to physical violence. <laughs> <laughs> I think like Kung Fu right. would be, like, yeah, I don't know, I, I guess... like nunchucks. Well, let me just ask you, if you, is it not considerate? All I told my wife was, if you broke glass, leave me a note. Put a sticky note like like, on my yeah. forehead. Send me a text message. Just, hey, clean it guess up what? And make a note. I mean, it's yes, not a, you know, broke glass. Just well, in case, you, there's children in the house too. Just in case, children. Just in case, make sure you wear shoes or whatever. Take a second look. Put some fresh eyes yeah. on it. I think I got it all, but in yeah. case I miss something, nothing, 
That, Nothing. I mean, that would be. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So I'm right in this it situation. It certainly looks like she's skirting her responsibility right. a bit. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank I mean, you. if nobody wants to leave a note, especially if they're in a hurry, but I'll go back to if you're in that big of a hurry, you should probably plan better. Also, yeah, just a quick. Set, maybe set what the about alarm a text for one message? more ring. What about a quick text? That's goes, what I hey, said, yeah. I broke a glass, but I cleaned it up. Like, I don't have to take time to write a post. A perfect example of. You waiting to hear you can what just you're like gonna... put that in your folder also. Right. Like I'll copy this note and That's I'll put that, it in see I'll, that works out. I'll put it in my UF dub folder. <laughs> it says UFU and exactly. I just drag and click and put it in the UFU folder. What uh, what would you say is the proper attire for riding a bicycle for a man over the age of twenty one? Where am I going? How far? Fast. Uh, I'm just going to say going with? with your children it's around the neighborhood. Caveats. Oh, or you know what? You got out your bike. It's spring. First nice day. You're aired up the tires. You want to take it for a spin. Maybe, you, you know. Well, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're going to have to, if you have pants on, you're going to want to take that right leg and you're going to stuck it, stiff it into your sock because you don't want to catch in the spokes. Or you're going to go <laughs> with chain guard. Dude. Or you're going to go with shorts. Well, left side, right side. Um, I'm going to say the proper attire is shorts unless you tuck your right leg sock or uh in just like a uh moisture wicking are shirt you, i'll you, say now are you being a smart ass are you serious I'm serious you would i i first of all shorts and get on this thing uh and i i go with the thomas the, the train backpack my friend's wife uh nick who used to do the podcast his wife mm-hmm. once told me that uh, there's no acceptable shorts for a man to wear, and I. But it's like, come on, you can't, I'm riding I, a bike, dude. I, don't I agree want this with shit that. Now. Caught in the chain, I agree with me? here. It, 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 beyond that, here's my point. I was riding function, my bike function. like last year. I got a new bike. Mm. It's like one of those. It's a mountain bike slash street bike. You got to wear so pants both. when you bike. Listen, I w- I was wearing just regular jeans and shoes and a well, hooded sweatshirt. Okay. And my neighbor, who he flagged me down, and he said. You need to go back to your house and change into like what? swishy pants or something because you sort of look a little suspect. You could be a person of interest. You can't wear your neighbor jeans. told you to not wear jeans. Yeah, he's like, dude, you can't wear jeans and you can't wear that. A grown man has to either wear running pants. Running pants. Here, I'm serious. He was so offended by it. He's like, you look like a creeper. You're wearing jeans on a bicycle. A creeper means jeans on a bike. I don't know. No. I'm asking you. No, he's probably like, we could smell our own, dude. Like, what are you into? <laughs> yeah, no, your neighbor might be a creeper. No, that's for sure. But He's like, listen, one of us is going to wear jeans and ride a bike on this block. He, and I feel like I've pretty much peed on every house here. He, I've made my claim pretty well known. He moved over this wintertime, and he lives a couple neighborhoods over. And today, I was riding my bike again with jeans, and I passed his house, and he just shook his head. He was standing up by his garage. He was like Lee Trevino and Happy yeah, Gilmore. Was, just exactly. Doing this. Exactly. So I wanted to know if you ever, because I know you you know, go running, or you ride your bike, or take the kids I don't like to do it in jeans. I certainly won't if applicable. Track pants? Change. Yeah, I'll wear like... um. Yeah, like motto I guess, shorts. I guess track pants is the, just like athletic pants. But if I'm on a bike, I prefer not pants at all because now, shorts, dude. If you're on your bike and you're in track pants, you wear like you carry your wallet, or would you carry like what I, you know, maybe a credit card, your driver's I had this, license? And I had a, this argument today with the wife. Here, here, in comes the Thomas the, the train backpack. I was looking everywhere for it. She had left it. You really carry a backpack? Yeah, I put a backpack on when I bike with the kids. Oh, then you see, you get the. Yeah, when I bike with them, I uh, 
I carry. I don't. And I don't give a shit, dude. It's like like a kid's backpack. But I just I don't care. Once you're you're riding, you're towing a little car with two kids <laughs> in it. It's like all bets are off. I'm right. not. This this is no longer even kind of about me. Like I'm I'm the engine of their right. train. I don't care. But yeah, I would put a backpack on, and in that backpack, I would throw like something to drink, a couple diapers, yada yada. Because you never know. Duct tape. Yeah, formaldehyde, whatever you need. Um, chloroform is carpet knife. You can get it in a lot of different forms. So you put that on and. You have everything you need, and you can just go because you don't know if you're going to go for like a tiny ride or a big ride. You don't know if they're going to drop a deuce to block in. And this right. is like you, people may laugh. Wait, wait till you put your kids in there and start biking. You're halfway to the park, and both of your kids have like shit their pants. It's an issue. So you, that's where the backpack comes in. Uh, but I don't see any issue with shorts, dude. No, look, I want to take the problem. Cargo, what, what are what are the right shorts for a man in his 30s to wear? What's like acceptable? Athletic shorts. I mean, like, I, like basketball. This shorts. isn't like around the house or to have. I'm just company. saying in general. Is there is it ever okay to wear cargo shorts anymore? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't. You care. still wear cargo shorts? Yeah, I don't care because I know people say it's not cool. But guess what? I got a shitload of pockets. But who says it's I got not a bunch cool. of pockets? So what are you doing? You're holding your. You've stuff? heard this too, though. I'm not the only person. Yeah, You've I've heard, heard people say I've that heard cargo people on Twitter shorts are cool. Twitter that think they're cute that they go like it's not cool to ever wear cargo shorts. No, look, you're whatever. What shorts dude, are I got cool a to wear though. Pockets. But what short? That's what I don't understand. I so I just backed away from shorts completely. My, you know me. I'm from the '90s. Okay, this is my bread and butter. '90s said the more pockets, the better. So I grew up, and people go, "Oh, it's out of style." Well, guess what? You're carrying a bunch of crap. You have a Thomas the Train backpack. Not me. Not when I'm not on a bike. I have one, two, three, four. Do I have so many pockets? But you have a backpack. Why do you need the pockets? Well, I don't do both. It's either cargo pants or a pocket. Actually, yeah, I do both. Oh. If I'm on the bike, <laughs> if I'm on the bike, I'm not going to stuff my pockets full of diapers and bottles and stuff. Whatever. What are you going to do though? Once your kids are at that age where you don't carry a diaper bag anymore, you just get a, a pants with more pockets. I'll hand them the stuff. I'll go. It's up to you. You're old enough. I'm not. Yeah, right. Carry. I can't I'll, wait till you're well, at that what stage. Am I, what, do, what do I need a backpack for at that point? This is an emergency backpack. Like accessories, you guys can hang on to that. Yeah, I'm we'll cool see how that. good that works. Not an issue. I got a, my good. daughter. She will literally be like, "Yeah, I'm not going to carry that." She just won't carry anything. Well, then don't carry a backpack. Throw it by your feet. I've done it. No, they will need a backpack. It won't be necessary. I know you, and you would not make your kids carry. You would just you would figure out something they, else. What do they need to carry? They can set up toys, by them. bottles. Who knows? No, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be good. Trust me. <laughs> I know I'm a helicopter parent, but when it comes to that, that'll be fine. But back to cargo shorts. I know people say they're not great, they're not cool, whatever. I'm not going to say cargo. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking like Steve Irwin, Crocodile Hunter, like, oh, this guy wears khaki shorts with, with cargo pockets. That's not what I'm saying. But what kind I'm of shorts are cool? Like I Whatever mean, short you had, but add a pocket. I don't see the issue. It's not a fanny pack, for God's sakes. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not out there trying to create any fashion buzz. I'm just wondering, like, if the cargo short isn't cool and the denim shorts aren't cool, and right, then basketball shorts with... aren't cool if you aren't playing basketball. What what do you got? What, what that leaves you with the short du jour, which looks like, and I'm very sympathetic to those of all sexualities, like but the plaid. No, you get just a like a normal short, like they're they're fairly tight and there's no pockets. That's what looks good on mannequins, and like that's what Matthew McConaughey could pull off or something. But a normal <laughs> dude that's got stuff to do, maybe I don't want like a form fitting. Just uh oh, these they're almost like slacks, right. but shorter. They just hemmed them up to the knees. Yeah, well, guess what? I'm not at a barbecue with one hand in my pocket and, the, could other, be. and the other pointed this way. With well, my, travel in the wrong crowd. To be fair, my hair will be perfect, but like it doesn't. 
No, that's bullcrap. You're like, oh, it's only cool like if you have just these normal pleated regular shorts. Whatever, dude. Then, then you know what? While you're standing there carrying your Swiss Army knife, I'll have mine in my pocket. Another thing I noticed. I don't have any issue with it. I'm, I'm going to double down. They're awesome. Another thing I noticed this They're week awesome. is doctors, general practitioners, pediatricians, anybody who's like a the first rung doctor, right. complete waste of time. I, I'm so tired of, I mean, I have a. You really should go right to a specialist always. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why anybody, anybody who is a non-specialist doctor, they're the most genius people in the world. Because what they'll do is they'll say, you know, you'll come in and unless you have the flu yeah. or a cold, they'll, you know, you'll come in with a something that could possibly be You're a, a decent issue, and yeah, they'll go, you'll say, hey, you know, I've I've got this issue where I've been coughing up blood for like two weeks. Uh, you know, my eye hurts. It feels like there's a lot of pressure there. I've got a bum leg. Uh, you know, I've got a whatever. And the doctor will say, well, here's what I want you to do. Uh, you know, do four jumping jacks, do uh, yoga with Adrian, and then come back in a week and we'll reassess, see where you're at at that point. And if you haven't gotten any better, then we'll, we'll you know, we'll look to, to send you somewhere I'll else. I'll be the doctor. Whatever. You pick an ailment. Come in. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. Come on in. So it says on your chart here, you are Dave. And what seems to be the problem? I have an earache. An earache. How long has it been going on for? It's hard to say. I mean, I remember. Uh, scale time, of one to ten. How's that? Scale of one to ten. I mean, one being like it doesn't hurt. Ten being it hurts really bad. Like probably like a six. Okay, you're in the middle. That's great. That's great. They, they says here you're in your heartbeat, your pulse. Okay, good. I tell you what. Have you taken anything for it? Just like a leave. All right, that's gonna be safe. A leave safe. A leave safe. You take anything else? I had some old amoxicillin. Yeah, you don't want to take any old amoxicillin. Okay, good. You took the leave. I tell you what. The leave. It doesn't sound like anything serious. Take the leave. Keep taking it. If you need something else, I'll write you a script for something stronger. Come in in a week. And what was it again? Your, my ear. My okay, ear. We'll have you seen it. Um, we'll send you to an ear guy if it's not gone in a week. Now replace that with toe, uh, right. knee, back, guts, Remember I, heart. I told you my, my GP told me last time when I came in, he, he made a joke about, he gave me that app <laughs> and he was saying like, basically yeah. like, here's a deal. And instead of giving me your copay next time, just use the copay, pay the $25 for the paid app and you're good to go. But really he referred you to your phone. It's what's crazy. Is, yeah, exactly. They always That's refer really you, good work. They always refer you somewhere. They don't know anything, but if you can refer, you, they you can to give a, you a Z pack, like you said, and a leave, um, you know, they could they could maybe give you, they'll be like, oh, uh, if you go to Meyer right now, you know, this medicine is free. So I'll go you a step go. further. What's your symptoms? What, what's, what's I mean, with your ear, like, how's that? What, what have you been feeling? It just feels like there's some pressure there. That's normal. Just, pressure's normal. Pressure's normal. Want anything else? Um, I don't know. I mean, when I sleep on it, it feels like it's hot. Like, yeah, it gets hot. hot it gets touch. hot. It gets hot when you sleep on it. Okay, come back in a week. We're going to have right. you, you just have repeat you, you know, whatever you say. Exactly. Or they'll say, you know what? Do me a favor this week. If you normally sleep on that ear, sleep on the other ear. Yeah. Then come back. We'll reassess. Oh, go ahead. Give me some more. Um, I, I feel dizzy sometimes when I stand up. I don't know if it's related to dizzy. the ear. Now, see, that stands out to me. Dizzy doesn't seem like dizzy doesn't seem like it normally. So every third or fourth symptom, you just go, no, that doesn't. I mean, that. And eventually, because I'm weird. Like, I'll fill in that space. And I go, that doesn't seem normal, right? Like, it doesn't feel... Right. And I go, well, you know what? No, that that's that's not always the case. So so it keep an eye mean, on that. Let me know if that gets any worse. It could mean something. It probably doesn't mean anything. But, 
usually in this situation, what I've seen is that within a week, it usually goes away. But if it has, you know what? Let's meet back. You know here. what? Everything else besides AIDS goes away in about a week. <laughs> like no matter what you get, that maybe brain cancer, melanoma, everything else is like in a week. Come, come check it out. I, I, I sort of look at it like the idea of this. Pacquiao Mayweather fight you know damn well you're going to be seeing a second one so if you've already got the hundred dollar bill you're throwing down for the first one expect to double it but it's like you just pay that because you need to know you I mean you need you, to know you definitely that you want the peace of mind something huge here right I, would it be the same like yeah like you take your kid and like okay are you come in they're throwing up everything seems like kind of basic but you're a little bit worried because at this point it's been going on a little longer than you think it should. So you just need to know that there's not something huge you're missing. Same with the boxing fight. Like, you know it's going to be... As a boxing uh, Mayweather's fan, gonna you want to be able to say you Pacquiao's saw it. going to be a little slower than he should be. But you just want to make sure you didn't miss something really big, like right. a knockout from right. Mayweather, which You want to be, be able to be like, dude, I didn't see it on SportsCenter. I saw I, I saw. I, I was in my living room when that happened. You're even okay with missing it, just not something huge. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, t- take if it, they t- go twelve rounds and they bip 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 bip. Who cares? But that's like, what's going to happen, right? But, but you got to make sure you don't miss something the, huge. And, and the thing is, I guess for me, I always just want to be able to have the doctor physically in front of me so I can say, "Is it possible this is cancer?" And if I have the doctor look at me or you know say no, then There's I go, here that, "That was would worth making me think it's cancer." That was worth the twenty five dollars. <laughs> I'll come back next week and see if I have cancer then, too. (laughs) As a matter of fact, every week I'd like to come in and go, Doc, what are the odds of me having cancer right now? And he'll go, I think I've told you this before. like last week, you know? (laughs) You know those old, like, TV shows or commercials where, like, the guy was, like, went through the... uh, you, at the grocery store and then a balloons came up and all that shit happened. Like he was the one millionth customer. It was like, <laughs> yeah. I sort of feel like the day that I actually do get that diagnosis, the doctor is just going to bring in a cake and it's gonna, you know what I mean? He's going to be like, you did it. You <laughs> did it. My man. With a big C you on did it. it <laughs> it's going to be anticlimactic. I mean, in the beginning, I'm going to be excited that finally we, 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 734 visits later. Tell him what he's won. Adrian. Uh, well, you got the big C, like they'll put poof, like yeah. candles, and like these guys are like backup singers going, Can't you imagine wins, the doctor just walks in and he's like, wins. Listen, you're not gonna believe it. I mean, I know this is crazy. You're gonna laugh, like, what are the odds? Yeah, what are the odds? Actually, this week you do have cancer. I have to tell you, this was crazy because we were talking about it in the office, funniest thing, and Brenda won the pool. <laughs> yes, but it was Brenda, actually, you know. I mean, that's how I feel this is going to go down. She was savvy. She picked all of March. I don't know how she did it, but <laughs> right. but yeah. But we've all been joking around. We have been having a gas. We've been we saying, knew like, you were going to come in. We got the blood test result yesterday. Usually we would have called you, but we had you come in because we all actually wanted to see the reaction on your face when we got to. <laughs> right. In fact, we drew a straw to see who was going to get to let you know. <laughs> So I was, I got the results in and I was like, you're not going to believe what Dave has. This shit already. They're like, what? He does. I just told him every day last week he didn't have cancer. And now, and now what am I going to say? I got egg on my face. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) He does have cancer. Damn it. Really? Shit. Remember I told you before, one of my dreams was to wear a shirt and tie to work every day Mm -hmm. in the new job that I have. It's not, it's not shirt and tie. How's that cloud feel? 
Good. Feeling yeah, good. Really? Except, you know what? I made a mistake the other day. I went a, a step further and I found an old bottle of Lagerfeld cologne that my aunt had got me when I was 16. I was like, like a, it wore a bolo. No, she, uh, she used to work at a cosmetics counter and it gave me all these samples back when I was like 16 years old. And I don't know how oh well what the expiration date on, on cologne is, but I can tell you this. I think never. I don't know how to, I mean, it was one of those little bottles, so it's not a spritzer. I can tell you, your car stays good for about 17 years. <laughs> uh, if you were born in the 90s, you still enjoy it. Other, or if Aspen, you were a teenager. Aspen is like is like there's a pine tree Michael from Jordan. yesterday. No. <laughs> Antonio Mendez cologne stays good for two you, decades. There's, there's always a very thin line between just enough cologne and way too much cologne. It, and, depends, it depends on how fast it dissipates. Because my wife always goes, "Jeez, somebody put cologne yeah, on. Did you bathe in that? And they're like, oh, I guess I cup. And I'm like, I put one squirt, waited 10 weeks, and then walked through the bathroom. I'm fine. But it, yeah, it's and then, I, and then five minutes later, you'd never know you had it on. Well, the but thing I always have is, to hear that. Like, well, somebody, oh, hot date. Oh. I have like a little attache case of cologne, like all these old bottles of cologne that I've never, it's I haven't worn in years. number on it, like combination. But yeah. But, Dave's going to work, hold on. <laughs> but... I hadn't smelled this cologne in, like I said, like 16 years or something. I just picked it out. I was like, hey, it's cologne. It's got to be good, right? How bad could it be? And I just, I pat, pat, pat. I put it on my wrist. I put it on my neck. Well, I was ready to go. What are you doing? And the next the thing fuck I'd, are you doing on your wrist? Listen, I learned how to put, I learned how to uh, apply. What are you, Ving Rhames? <laughs> You're applying all over your body. I was. I learned how to apply uh, cologne by uh, Larry Dallas from Three's Company. Did you think you were going to be Greco-Roman wrestling? I, I don't like, know. Why would you I do don't that? Know. But my hair was cut up nice. I you was do looking a good. Shot and you walk through it. I didn't. That's it didn't the... have the spritzer. If you don't have a spritzer, it's one oh, of those. Yeah. Bo- it's a bottle that you just tip over. It's oh, a then, sample then bottle. One, then one tip. I don't know that. What do you mean? How many tips did you do? I I did one. Put it on my wrist. One. Put it on my wrist. <laughs> tips is total tips. Five. Five tips. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be excessive. But here's five, the thing: not five one tips. person. But dude, you're going to a real person's job. Yeah, you're not going to go. Work at Carson's, but so, I, five tips. I when I went there, I was I was the only one you in my so office. So sensible, otherwise, but five tips. I was in my office area by myself the whole day, so there was really nobody else to, Not to really suffer. By yourself, the whole office. But I can tell you this: I was so repulsed. I was all day. I was like <laughs> trying to get like Kleenexes. It was Dude, so wipe the shit. Down. But five tips. Where are yeah. you putting it? Wrist, wrist. Ear, Come ear. On. What? What do you? What do you mean? What? How do you wrist? put cologne on wrist? You did, yeah, wrist, wrist, right? No, ear, wrist. ear, temp. Like, uh, what do you call this? Like, I don't wrist. No, you don't do your wrist. No. First of all, I don't do anything that doesn't spray. <laughs> I do one you know spray and I walk. It's probably it. a safe bet for the future. If anybody needs cologne testers from the uh, years uh, 1986 through oh. 1991, I can. I'll mail the. I'll mail them to you. Just let me know. I don't think, I don't think that when I was in seventh grade, now like had like my first girlfriend. I don't think I wristed. I no. think even then I was like, wrist. This is crazy. Wrist. Why not? Okay, and then because because it's because you want you want to trick people into thinking that's how you smell. No one's gonna think you, you know, wrist smell. It's good. almost like a guy that comes in and tells I don't you that he's shit about crazy... like your pulse puts it in the air. Is that what you're thinking? No, no, like no. no. I don't know why. Gonna... I don't know why. It's like an electric magnet. Necklace? I think that's like uh, the, uh, the pheromone spots or something. Okay. I don't know what that, okay. why I'm you do sorry. it. Wrists are fine. Wrists after wrists wear. What? Where, where do you go after wrists? Where do you? I neck? said under your ear, behind your ears. 
You don't do that? No, dude. No. I guess you'd spritz yourself in the side of the face. It could be dangerous. I think I would just... I'm not dealing with a spray bottle. I think I would just throw it up and then walk through the water. Like, the, I would peel back like I was... Uh, Earl Ran- Like I was Randy Johnson in the 90s, and I would chuck it against the tile wall. And as it smashed, I would walk through its glory. And then if people smell it, I'd be like, well, Let me I just walked something. through a fountain. There was no glory. <laughs> it was gloryless. I don't know if it went bad or it's just awful. Cologne. I'm not sure if like my dad screwed up by not telling me this or if he did a good job by not telling me this, but I never put nothing on my wrists or by my ears. What? What do you mean? I thought it? chicks did. I'm gonna be honest with you, I thought chicks did that. I'm not saying yours, I'm just saying like I just I never heard of that. I thought you put a little like maybe on your neck or something. Okay, if you have the spritz bottle, but I don't know how to do it with the the, the tester bottle. Oh, I think it comes out more You know what I would probably have done is like, I would have Dude, done no, like, no, I would have, no, I would, no, I would have, I would have put my palm flat against it so that whatever came out like on my palm and I would rub my palms together and I would have done this like to my face. Dude, I don't know. That's aftershave. That's too yeah, much. That's as far as I go. Dude, th- this stuff is like, like a nuclear, like, you, you know what I mean? It, 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 if it's nuclear, why are you putting in eight spots? I didn't realize it until it was too late. <laughs> I usually have a spritz bottle. I've had the same spritz bottle of eternity for Dude, 25 you're that years. Guy. You're that guy at work right no, now. No, you can turn it around. It's not too late. Yeah, you it was can, one you day. Can, you can move your sails and sail in the other direction, but it right was now one you're day. that guy. No, it was one how day. Many guys, how many days does it take to be that guy? <sighs> if, if my friends are any suggestion, one day is all it takes to be that guy. But no, go on. So I'm just saying. I've got good Dude, I come from poor people stock. We don't know anything about cologne. Well, then shut the fuck so up. So I see it and I go like, I poke it like a caveman with a stick. I go like, uh, uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I poke it and then when one drop comes out, we all go scattering. We go, you know, like smell bad. I mean, you smell like leather. How and, much patchouli did you put Antonio on? Antonio Banderas. Patchouli, I didn't put it on. Chicks, you I lie, You lying, you lying bastard. Patchouli in Come my on. Life. Never. You, never on your Baja. No, no, chicks. You're like my Baja Steve. Dude, the only thing I ever smelled like was like Camel Lights and whatever Dorito, oh, Cool Ranch Doritos. That's delicious. And that is a natural aphrodisiac. Bill sings together. They should bottle that up and just call it Hessville. Oh, dude. If they did, yeah, they would. It'd be like, this is South Hammond. That's all it is. And they just come flocking. You could also like uh, like Arnold Palmer iced tea, like those tall, mm-hmm. <clears throat> stupid cans for a dollar. Like if you shake that on there. That would be delicious. This that reminds me. This week I was trying to come up with. I wanted to make a Starbucks candle, and I just wanted to see what people thought about Starbucks. So, like, what scent would you use if you're making a Starbucks candle? And like, nobody had like real ideas. It wasn't. It has to be Starbucks related. Yeah, like I was like, I'm gonna make a Starbucks. Like, I want you to feel like you walk into a Starbucks when I make this candle. So I naturally make my wax, you know. And then what I'm adding, like, so far, like I put coffee, and that's taken care of. Dude, can I tell you something? I've never been in a Starbucks in my life. Are you serious? Yeah, never. Oh, they smell I've great. had they a Starbucks so coffee, which, oh, whatever, but... <clears throat> they smell wonderful. That's amazing. But I wanted to know, like, if I'm going to make my own, and I was like, how do I... What is the smell of, like, pretentiousness? How can I get that in my candle? And how can I get, like... Like, what does a hipster smell like? I'm going to need that. I need those several scents. People had a lot of really good ideas. I would say, like, mustache wax. Yeah, mustache wax is a good Did one. Did you get that? So, that no, I don't oh, know. I'll sweet, add that. I'll sweet, add, let me sweet. write that down. Right, that mustache wax. I had, uh, let me see, what what did, I had some really, really good suggestions. Head and shoulders. Because I wanted, no, no, not at Starbucks, no. Um, oh, I just wrote would be in it. But yeah, people were people were saying like, um, like elite, el- elitism, like how do I put that in a candle? I'm going to try, you know what I mean? What, is, what do tight pants smell like? That depends on who's wearing mm. them, but I'll come up with something. Um, Corduroy. 
maybe a little bit of piss because they only have one bathroom and like everybody's drinking tons of coffee. So just a, not a lot. So when you're putting it on, be careful because there will be a tiny bit of piss in this. Oh no, this it There's a candle. You don't, you don't put on a candle. Well, when you light it, be careful because you're gonna have a tiny bit of piss in your room. So yeah, I don't know. I had some, but I don't mean to stray from the point. But, but yeah, I wore some. I I I don't know how to put on tester cologne. All right, I know the, right. the regular. Like you're saying, the ah, regular spritz bottle fine. is good Keep to go. Up. Keep it up. <laughs> I'm gonna apply my cologne on you. I want you to go home and see what the old lady says. See oh, if it oh, just. Dude. I'm telling you, I do one spray and walk through it, and my wife's like, Whoa. <laughs> "Excuse me, Leonardo DiCaprio. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know the Oscars were tonight. I swear to God, like, top if hat? I put on clean underwear, it's like, whoa." Excuse you. I guess. Uh, well, kids, you better you better get your own scholarship because Dad's going off to make movies. I don't know who you're expecting to do laundry this week. <laughs> right. I've already done it. It's bad, dude. Yeah, it's like, well, I guess. Hold on, let me roll the red carpet out for you. Someone doesn't smell like shit. Can we agree? I guess my I said doctors were stupid, but I'm stupid because sure. Anytime, oh, we can, I know we could agree. <laughs> I'm stupid. I just feel like you should just go right to a specialist. And here's the thing: the problem is with specialists, you need a referral. You don't just go to like yeah, a, you know what yeah. I mean? They're like, well, who sent yeah. you? I sent me because I have a problem with my my ear. You're yeah. an ear doctor. If you ever go to a specialist, well, did you talk like, to your doctor? Amazing. Who's your family? Who's your family doctor? I don't have one. Yeah, you know, every, you have to have a family doctor. It's like politics; like you need a certain amount of sponsors before mm-hmm. you can even get in the debate. Right? You can't even get in the debate unless you have like X amount of dollars. That's true. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I've been to a couple specialists, and both times it was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Like they'll talk to you, they'll sit there for fifteen minutes, and they'll explain stuff to you, and to them it's not a big deal because they're only going to see a handful of people that day. And you're you're not a heavy case, right? And it's amazing, a real a real doctor, real doctor, <laughs> a real doctor. It's awesome. They don't oh take his shirt off. Let's get his no no. There's no luck. Like they're here to deal with the problem. <laughs> right. It's amazing. It's awesome. You ever think they take your temperature at the doctor, hoping that you'll have a temperature just like, just 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 treat that instead? You're <laughs> yeah. like, well, I know you said it's you a had symptom. a problem with an ear, but before we even work on that ear, let's get that temperature down. The symptom so light take, goes off in the room. <laughs> symptom. <laughs> take two of these. Come back in a week. We'll see if your fever's down. Then we'll hit that ear problem. Yeah, it's they're like, well, we can hit. That's that's our that's our speed. <laughs> that's right in our sweet we love, spot. We love two degrees high temp. Right. We love it. Right. We do that a lot. As a matter of fact, go get some of that medical grade ice <laughs> and put some of that medical grade ice on your head. Yeah, if you get a special one, it's great. The only time you go to a regular one, I guess, is like if you're just super worried you're going to die or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I need a middleman between me and, and death. See, th- that, they make the most money off of people like me because, I, like I said, I just need the reassurance because right away I just go die. like, hey – my chest, like I told you, my chest is hurting. But before, uh, and and I'm like, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? He's like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, how do you know? He's like, it just isn't. And I was happy. I was like, well, that was worth twenty five bucks, All right. right? Yeah, and if it's twenty five, you get off easy. I mean, that's yeah. great. I could have been dead. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing: if I walk away and I die anyway, he's like, well, the guy only paid twenty five bucks. What do you expect, a real doctor? How do you? He should have went to a specialist. When you now, when you go to a general doctor or what do you, what do you call them, GP? Yeah, or I don't know, general practitioner. When you go to that, like, are are you a good listener? Because you I already might, don't want to hear shit. Like, you just want them to go, like, you're you're gonna die, or you're not. Right. So like, no, I just want going, them to tell me I'm gonna die. To be honest, but like, when as soon as they start their diatribe, are you just like, 
Yeah, anyway, enough of no, that. No, because I, I honestly... Like you cut them off and just go like... Ugh. No, when they start asking me questions, I start feeling like, what's this guy's motive? Is he trying to is he trying to not have me have cancer? I don't understand because they'd be like, well, you know, how severe is the pain? I'm thinking, like, how severe does it need to be? How, let's, I want to keep doubt going down the, the path of I'm sick because I paid 25 bucks. Right, right, So if, right. He, if he's like... If I'm like, well, it's it's like a like a four. He's like, oh, four. That's totally manageable. Well, I mean, sometimes it's a six. You I want mean, to like, well, you want to say ten, not. so he'll take you seriously. Right. But if you say ten, he's not going to take yeah. you seriously. That's the same reason that people call the police and say that you know, hey, somebody's here with a gun when it's, it's some bullshit call because he might have the whole, maybe I, had a gun. Yeah, <laughs> right. okay, just in case. I right. want to say that. Yeah. yeah. I figured no, you'd get here same. sooner and we could talk about the problem I had. Other, you know, so I figured you'd, you'd step it up a little bit. The doctor I have now is cool, but every single one. Really, and that's the truth. But every single one until then, I just want as soon as they start talking, I just want to interrupt and go like, "I'm a dude. I'm a bad listener." Before you get started, before you go like, "Oh, well, this and then I've seen like just just know that I'm really, really bad at listening." So, what do you think I should do? Because like, whatever she just writes it down and says, "Can you just just read?" Right. They, How are I'm, you at I'm reading? a bad. I'm a decent reader. So, but keep it as small as your little script page. But yeah, I it needs just, to be a tweet. To be honest. I just I'm a super I'm I'm a super long talker and yada yada but when it comes to this like I'm not going to hear anything you say I just want to know like am I dying or not so I should almost just save you the trouble of just going like hey you're not going to die just tell me what I need to do because any of this other my temperature I get pissed off when you take my temperature when you put that little thing to my um my lungs and hear them just, you're making me mad every time you do that just tell me what specialist I need to go to <laughs> and understand that whatever, like whatever thing you're trying to say to make me feel better to stop it. Cause I'm not going to, I'm one, I'm not going to remember it Two, I'm by the time you get done saying it, I'm not even, I'm thinking about a Ren and Stimpy cartoon I saw before. So just knock it out, write down, go see this dude. Um, you know, in presence, he's like bad listener. I'll let him know. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all Maybe I need. Maybe your charter already says that. It probably, it's like it probably does. It's like a lame it's like chart. A, it's that monkey with his hands over his ears. <laughs> it's got that over the mouth. No, it definitely doesn't have its hand over its mouth. No, for Just them. To, oh, okay, gotcha. For them, like don't it, speak to right, him. It has the doctor with the hand over its mouth and you with the hand over your ears. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, we had a lot of patients that came in this year, and I mean, listen, the cold bug is going. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. Like, well, I mean, here's the thing. We live in an area where there's a lot of factories and oh, I don't care. I'm out. I'm just out. I know I came here. I know I took my time, but you got to understand like my time is valuable until I get in your waiting room and then I'm in a vacuum. <laughs> so one of the things as a father uh, is the chance that you're going to eventually get into uh sports with your kids mm-hmm. do you feel that you are going to be uh a coach would you be interested in being a dad a coach i don't think so let me ask you a question and I, I don't know this about you when i grew up and i know uh i guess it just obviously we played outside all the time we didn't have we had nintendo but our it just wasn't that important we still really like to be outside when when i was growing up yeah and baseball probably from the time I was like, I don't know, nine years old, 10 years old to the time I was like 13, 14 years old, maybe eight to 14 or Mm. whatever. Mm. I, all I cared about was baseball. By the time you realized you weren't all going to be seven footers. It was like, well, I guess 
This is it. Maybe I'm expanding the window a little bit more. Maybe till like I was like 13 or something like that. But like no, no, eight, yeah. eight to prime, 13. prime age for t-ball, uh, youth ball. During the that. summer, I would wake up. We'd be we'd play baseball and the you know on the street we play it in the tennis courts with wiffle balls and you know wiffle bats. We'd we'd always find an opportunity to play baseball. If we did play Nintendo, we played that S and K uh, baseball star all stars yeah. uh, where you could rob the home run or RBI, RBI baseball. baseball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all we ever did. We knew everybody. We traded Dwight cards. Them. We played. Yeah, of course I did because yeah. the Mets. But um, it's I wasn't that in the neighborhood. I was a good baseball player, but when I actually played organized baseball, I wasn't that great. And one thing I learned, uh, being a, a, a coach or a helper coach, I've been. I've, I've not been a manager. I've been a coach, and I've been a helper coach. Uh, but one thing I've learned is. If and I, because I always, I played I played you right. Mean you've been like an assistant coach. You've never been. Yeah, like we call the, it a helper coach because I'm not. No, even, but when I'm, you said I've been a coach, I've actually been a coach, like That's one the, of the, the main, main coaches. Dude? One of three of one of three. Okay, then the anything, the main dude. Anything. The manager is the main guy. Then there's like three coaches that actually get uniformed up. You get a jersey. Then uh, anybody that else after that sort of a helper dad. <laughs> that all seems okay. Weird. But anyway. I don't want um, any of the adults wearing jerseys at all. I played predominantly like, pants too. No, Dude, no, 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 pants, no, no, that's, no. I, I predominantly played uh, left field or <laughs> third base. Up wearing like a full suit, he's got like a jock strap on. <laughs> like, get out, dude. Make it happen. I played third base and the hot corner, right, uh, right field, not or excuse so, me, third not, base not and so left and left field. Okay, uh, when I was young, young, and the. Problem with that is, uh, I didn't realize it till much later because I'm like, well, third base, hot corner, absolutely, it's amazing. That's where you want to play. It's a great position to play. Yeah, if you're good, but not for little kids. And here's why: when you're little, you get you don't get on top of the pitch. You wait too long and you swing late. Therefore, the ball never goes to third base and it never goes mm. to left field. It goes to right field. So the weakest the players, coming, it's not like the pitch is coming fast. It doesn't right? matter. Kids are hesitant, more hesitant to swing mm. the bat, so they wait on it more. Okay. And the chances are that you're going to hit it to second base, first base, or right field or center, but okay. not. And I never realized that until a coach told me, "Yeah, we put the shitty kids in third base or in left field." <laughs> Seems like a bad idea. But... Uh, yeah, yeah. So then I was thinking, what I knew, I knew I wasn't that great. Uh, because I sat at the bench a lot of the time, so that was a pretty. And back then, you that's know, your first I, indicator. I always tell my kids, "We now, don't want you to, to to play." There's rules now in in little league, which is a national thing, uh, where you can only sit so many innings. They have to, you know, you, they have to play you so much, so often. Not that much, but there there is a there is a stipulation on how much you have to play. And I said when I was a kid. There was none of that. Like your parents dropped you off at baseball practice. They did not stay and wait around to see how practice went. It could mm-hmm. be like a three, four hour practice, whatever. Coach is drinking yeah. a beer in a cooler, like like you know. It could uh, be just you and coach in his basement, but like, well, or I mean, could I, be. Or, or or like everybody and right. on the field too. You know, <laughs> that also uh, could happen. But if you sat the bench the whole time, maybe your parents got pissed because they paid and they came to see a game and you you didn't play. And if the coach saw your parents, he'd probably let you play. But there was never any rule. If you sucked, you sucked. And everybody knew it. And the coach didn't give a shit if your parents were mad about it or not. You didn't play unless you had, unless your dad was a helper coach. Yeah. yeah that's the only way. Um, I think that's but, where my weirdness comes in. Like why I wouldn't want to be a coach. 
Like maybe I'd be Because like, if your kids sucked, you'd... No, I just... You know how I've said like everything I do is in moderation. I don't like to get real hardcore into anything. It's the same thing with this. Like if... Like I'll, I'll watch my kid play. Like that's exciting. Cool. I'll throw the ball with you. But when it comes time to like put a jer- the same jersey as him on and be like, all right, everybody grab a knee and get in close. I would just be like, all right, this... I think I might care too much about this well, little league team. I'm glad you brought that up because here, here's what, what I mean? happens. I, my governor inside me would go like, back up. You're weird. I knew a lot about baseball. I wasn't a great player, but I knew a lot about the game. I knew the, the nuances of the game. I knew a lot of the terminology. I just mm-hmm. wasn't very good at playing baseball. Can you call double plays properly? Can I call them? Yeah. Like if like if, if I, I was like um, if you were on like, TV and you went, oh, there goes the ba 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 double play. Oh, like, a, like, yeah, like the if numbers. If it goes to short, if it goes to the third baseman to the second baseman to the first baseman. Like a one four three double play or, you know yeah. what I mean? You're talking well, about by position. To begin with. But you know what I'm saying? Always, yeah. Um. Obviously, no. I always but, struggle with that. You know, it's always the, the, the four, six, three or whatever. But the thing is, you realize as an adult, you know, my kid's uh, 10 and I you know a lot more than you think you do. A lot of reason I never became a manager, never wanted to have that that coaching job was main coaches because I was like, man, I don't know that much about baseball. Like, how am I going to teach other kids? But you get out there and you start, dude. They're serious at, the, at ten years old already. It's it's serious. So crazy. But you do know, dude. Around, and, around here, their draft is crazy. You, like all the parents get together and they draft. Yeah, and it's like. Oh, you got this draft position. You get to draft. Like, draft? Yeah, they have tryouts, Dude, drafts. Th- someone just told me what team I was on. No one ever picked me. No one was ever like, oh, in the seventh well, round. Well, here's the thing. There was the- a draft. There's just- <laughs> <laughs> never like in the seventh. Like, even if it was like the last round, last person is bent. Never. It was like there was names. And I, th- I always assumed they just mathematically just, okay, you're the coach's kid. You're on their team. After that, just divvy them up. I bet you it was a lot more political. You just didn't know Probably it probably but, was, but draft seems weird. Like, oh, I, dude, I really want. I got my eyes on this eight-year-old dude. Well, I really want him back. Doesn't this seem weird? Yeah, they used to have it when I was growing up. You He's got could, a hell of a cannon for a nine-year-old. If you That's were a coach crazy. and the parents were friendly with the coach or whatever, you could pick the same kids every year potential, or you get on a team and you, if you're, as long as you're in that same division, like B's or C's or or majors, you could be on the same, be with the same kids. That. That was a problem, though, because you could create a dynasty that way. You know, you could have a team that dominated. That's already weird to me. If you're aggressively vying for a draft position for a nine-year-old, dude, like, what's up? Dude, people, Chill out, now, people nowadays that are so into, like, baseball that want their kids they to play baseball. They get a travel team. They, this is for fun. Get, they get hold their real, kids like, back. I want my kid to be an athlete when he grows up. There's people that are holding their children back in school. So their kid is a year older and more physically developed by the time they hit high school so they could play, you know, they could it's while they're eligible. So crazy it is. Me. Anyway, my point was you get out on that field and you realize, man, I know a lot more about baseball. You just, it's instinctive. Yeah. And as you look at these other dads and you're, you're yelling or you get so frustrated with these going, kids. Can of corn, like, can of corn, get under it. I don't understand how. They don't know who's supposed to be the cutoff man if this happens or who's supposed. You just know yeah. because you grew up around You've it. You've seen it. So seen many it. Times. Yeah, And it's hard to for me to look at a kid or look at somebody and go, "Why don't you know?" You know, and it's like, "Why don't you know this?" I've told you. Like, keep it's, your foot on the back. Why right. would I need to tell you that? Yeah, right. Yeah, it just yeah. it, it makes so much sense. But a couple of things <laughs> yeah. that I wanted to run by you. I mean, and I wanted to ask you, where do you think you are in the uh, baseball overall verbiage lexicon? I'm somewhere between Serena Williams and Carlton Fisk. All right. 
So I'm just going to throw out a couple terms that I've heard these coaches yell out before. Now you're talking at the time your kids now, could be seven, nine, eight, seven, eight. even earlier. Okay. You know, seven, eight, nine, whatever. All right, thanks. Now would you more fair? Would you know what uh, take the pitch? What does that What does that mean to you? I guess that I mean don't swing. If you're the batter, just, just take the pitch. Yeah, if you're the batter, just take it. That is correct, but why would does that make any sense to you? If you're a kid and the coach is yelling "take the pitch," wouldn't you think that that means swing at that one? You're taking it. Wouldn't you? Yeah, how about like, saying this like, pitch, let it, take "Don't it, swing." Like, get, it. I guess would, get the pitch, take the pitch. Yeah, it's all. It's very confusing. Well, why would you ever tell a kid to like take the pitch? What do you want to get him to walk? The problem is, is nobody. My gives, coaches never like try to walk on base. Like try to get a hit. Dude. Nobody gives you a glossary in the beginning of the baseball season on on what these terms mean. They just expect that you kind of know because it's like I know, so I expect you know, right? If I'm eight and someone says take the pitch, I go take it where? Right. Where you, you, think so to, literally. Where you want me to go with it? Well, wouldn't you think if anything, it would mean swing at it, take this one, take yeah, this, one. possibly like, pick like, this hey, one, get this one. This is your pitch. Take it. How about hit and run? Who's that? I mean, Who, I know who's that it, too? I know what. It, who are you saying it to? I mean, I, know I mean, if the coach is saying to the team, this you know, it's going to be a hit and run. They mean as soon as he makes contact, like you run regardless because he's, he's the base runner has okay. to run because the 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 batter is going to try to make contact thus. The base runner gets further along. So no matter what kind of being safe is higher. What no matter what kind of contact the the batter makes, this would be like a first base coach or a, base you know, runner a runs base regardless. Runner. Okay, he runs regardless. But again, I mean that's I don't know if I knew that in little league. I know that from watching uh, Hawk Harrelson go hang with him. There's a can of corn. Get back there. Get 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 back. You know, I mean, for years. And that that's... told you how hit and run what, what hit and yeah, run was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get on back sense. there. Get on back there. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. Can of corn. Hang with him. Right at him. That's an animal ball. Right at him. What if he said, what if they said, get one? No, I don't know. If the coach was yelling, get one. We better, there's better be other kids around. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> if that's happening, because I'm just going to run straight home to my dad and say, he said some weird stuff to me. Okay. I, I, get one would be. I'm very paranoid about coaches. If I'm picked up. <laughs> it, seems, it all seems super weird. To get me. one would be like, you know, a coach baby say that, like if you're out, uh, getting ready to uh, practice or you're practicing and the coach is going to hit the ball to somebody. That means throw the ball to first base, the plays at first base. So they would say, get one, get they'd, one, they'd hit the ball get... and they would want you to the shortstop to grab it, throw it to first. Well, that, if you, I mean, the pitcher is number one to be accurate. So, but you would never, I'm confused as an adult. Get All right. one. How about I, this? How about get you some? What does this term mean? <laughs> Play it on the hop. Now, if you're playing basketball and someone says, and one, it's a whole different thing. In baseball, mean, get one, lock it up. Coaches. What what about the term play it on the hop? Play it on the hop. I mean, a ground ball like let or or even like if, if someone hits a line drive, don't try to catch it in the air. Let it hit the ground once and then play it. What would be the benefit of that? Because you're not fast enough to if it's short, you're not fast enough to catch it whilst in the air. Thus, you would benefit from letting it hit once and then get in the proper position to throw the ball. But why you know so how would a coach know to say that? You know what I mean? If he told the team that beforehand. Play like, it on hey, the hop? Is that what you said? Yeah, play it on the hop. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. But I'm saying, like, you know, if they're saying, like, hey, just, you know, be prepared to play it on the hop. I would. That, I mean, I would argue if you said play it on the hop, that would mean, like, when I catch it, you want me to throw it, but, like, on the ground. So like, you, you want me to throw, like, a ground ball to the first baseman. Like, throw it, like, hop it. Or or could it could you also be confused and think that that meant, like, play it on the hop. Like, no matter what, you need to be on the move when the ball's hit. Like, you know what I mean? You're on the hop. You're on the move. I mean, this is going into the ears yeah. of a seven-year-old and a 30, what are you, 34? I would think if someone says play it on the hop, then if I didn't know what it meant, it would mean like get the ball and just like throw a ground ball, like let it hop. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Right about. How about this? Uh, keep your head in there. Keep your head in there. Again, to a batter. Again, this is. I'm very uncomfortable answering any of these. Keep your head in there. Uh, I don't know. Like, don't like if you're a batter. Yeah. Like, don't don't be scared of the ball. Don't back up. Like, keep it, your. Helmet. It's to keep. It's to keep, keep your head your, closer. Keep your head on your shoulder. Like, let's raise the probability of you getting hit in the face of the ball. <laughs> is what they're saying. Like, hey, take one. You for the might team. get hit in the face of the ball. So do that. All right, how about squish the Which bug? Which I would say no. Squish the bug. <laughs> no, dude. I don't. Squish the bug. That ba- that That's basically what they're teaching the kids now when you want to. This you, whole game makes me uncomfortable. Swinging, with, swinging <laughs> with your entire body and your hips. So your back foot squishes down on the ground, you know, when you, you pivot your foot uh, when you swing the bat. Okay. So squish the like bug. Like in boxing, like when you throw a punch, you want right. your back foot to. You squished it, but yeah, I never heard that one. All right, ready? We're playing. That's sp- like, then I'd be thinking about my foot and not have my eyes on the ball. And- We're playing small ball. Oh. I mean, like, you're going to be bunting and you're not going to be hitting the ball far. That makes sense, though, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that is what that is. But, I mean, yeah. would, without explanation, if somebody was to say we're playing small Little ball. as a whole is small ball, pretty much. Well, I mean, no, when kids small, are in the outfield sm- chewing on their mitt, that's I consider that small ball. Yeah, but the center the, field the, took a shit in his pants. This is small ball, dude. The the intent <laughs> of saying this, we're playing small ball. We want to go out there and play small ball. Is you're intending to play? You know, use your players to run and 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 do stuff more. You know, without trying to swing away, you're trying to keep the your your players moving and and use that your speed would, to your advantage. If you say play small ball, it would assume that everyone has the ability to make contact <laughs> right. and make contact and go far. But they're just choosing not. But to. opt to. Drag, not bunt, use, bunt. Not, don't use your immense power Tactics, in this situation. Strategy. Use small amount of power. Use your not your huge seven-year-old muscles, but like your small ball ones. All right, last one is uh, turn two. Double play. Okay. Yeah, double play. But somebody would have to let me know ahead of time that that's what that means. Otherwise, turn two, I'm just I'm going to throw it to second regardless. All right, what if somebody... Even if I'm the second baseman, I'm just going to run to second and stand there because I'm turning two. I'm on two. What if somebody yelled, eat it? Um, uh, yeah are we playing baseball yeah this is basically if if the ball you know right now in little league if you if someone yells eat it listen if my son's ever on a little league team and someone yells eat it i want him to drop his mitt and come straight home and tell me that someone said eat it to him i feel i mean because at that point someone needs to get beat by me that's the way that uh you you tell the kids to hold on to the ball and and to not throw it around the field anymore as to not over like Eat you to know, play, just eat right. it, just like hang on to yeah, it. Right. That's, that's a stretch. What about, don't, don't stretch that far. What about look them back? Um, pretend like you're going to throw the ball and just like fake it and look them. Like make them think you're going to throw it. Like if a runner is trying to advance, you look at him and that guy goes, oh, he's aware of me. And, he and goes back as, back. as you're, you walk him back to the base before you throw the ball back to the pitcher. Yeah. This, okay. So this make you even, this is more, take even two crazier. Three, two or three years of me hearing this shit. Oh, you think? Well, at this point, do I have batter, batter? Uh, do I have the broken songs? ladder? Yeah, do I have Can't the songs say that. down? Can't use that stuff. How about uh, we need a pitcher? Can't use a, it. Not a belly. Itcher. You can't do anything that's like you can hit your belly. I mean, that's like a belly itcher, right? No, you can't. You can't say anything that you can't say. Hey, batter, batter, swing. You could say hey, batter, batter, but you can't say swing. How about like hey, batter, batter? Like you're a big stupid. <laughs> on me. Like it's just like if you're in left field and you're like hey, batter, batter. <laughs> You you have two dads. You I think I mean? the best like, part about this left is field, you're just going like, "Hey, better, better, better. Hey, better, better. How come you only have a mom and then a mom?" <laughs> yeah. If you yell that, is that like a, that'll work out great? That doesn't. They no. don't do that now. No. Uh, 
Hey, bad about I it. Your, your uncle seems like different than everybody else. Like I can't wait you know, until you get an opportunity you know, to get out there. I I can. <laughs> it's funny because I'm like way involved. Like I like I feel like it's been established. Like I'm involved in my kids' life. I do tons of stuff. But for some reason, even though I love baseball, when it gets to that point, I'm just gonna be like, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like it's there's a certain there's like to me there's like a Mason Dixon line of like involvement. And once you once you pass that, like you're weird. So you're gonna do from what you do now, which is super involvement, to then you're just gonna fall off completely. Yeah, because right now there's no other. There's no other kids to play with. There's no other. Like I'm involved in his people. like personal development, but like when it becomes like that's scary. Like everybody grab a knee. Like I don't know, man. I... You don't want to be involved in any other people's children's personal development. No, I but think you that's want someone what... else to be involved in your I child's think because personal there's development? other kids involved. I don't want to be like, like. All these other kids, I'm not their parents and telling them what to do. That just seems. Well, you, I mean, you're not telling them to do anything except how to play baseball. We're not asking you to, you yeah, know. Yeah, but I'm motivating you. I just <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know. There's something weird about it. But it's just like when I go to the playground, when I take my, like, I'm like the weirdo whisperer. When I go to the playground, the kids all come up to me and they're like, because eh, eh. like I'll be playing with my kid, like playing zombie. I cannot wait to isolate that. I'll be like playing zombie or something and the kids will like, think it's fun so they like want me to be involved and I always look around like where's their parents like somebody should know that like there's another adult like near their kid like it just I'm not doing anything but I just feel like hey somebody should be aware. like I was playing better with my you kid. than them well I'm just like I was playing with my kid if all these other kids come flocking up like they want to get involved in what we're doing like these someone else needs to be some something needs to happen or right. like I'm just gonna grab my kid and, like leave because it was just supposed to be me and him so we're <laughs> out of here before I look like a weirdo, I'd rather just quit. Too late. I'd rather just quit. It makes sense. Uh, it makes sense. Your kid's going to have a lot of disappointment coming I'm like, let's way. go home and play PlayStation 2. <laughs> we do that in the privacy of our own. We're out of here. You'll still be playing PlayStation 2 10 years from now. I, I, that does not surprise me. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said it. I got to tell you, the last thing... Uh, I took my kids on a bike ride today with um, my daughter in the little cart behind me, like you nice. said. Nice. Me and too. my son uh, rode his own bike. Obviously, 10 years old, he can ride his own bike. But awesome. anyway, we get, we went to the park. and it's the uh, best. I hit, you know, I got my hair cut. And everybody knows it's that good. I get my hair cut by the, by the black barber. So it's, it's very distinct. Which one? Who did it? Uh, same one that always says. Uh-huh. And uh, let's move on. And uh, I happened to be standing. Now, I got a new work phone. So instead of carrying two phones, I call forward all the stuff from my personal phone to my work phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. So I don't have to carry two phones all over the place. So sometimes if I'm going somewhere with my kids, I just carry my work phone. Yeah. But I call forward my personal phone calls to my work phone too, so I have to carry one. Well, I was messing around and I decided to give everybody that I know um, a distinct ringtone. Because I have a I have an iPhone, but the phone I have for work is an Android phone, and you can absolutely oh, you could put ringtones on on phone you know associated with each person. You can for an iPhone. Yeah, too. but it's a big pain in the ass. This okay. is way easier. Right. So um, I had originally chose. I was like, well, I, I'm going to do it by shows, theme songs. Like, who likes this theme song? Who likes that? And I chose for my wife "Sex in the City" because it was one of it was one of the ones that came up, and I'm like, "Oh, she likes that show. Whatever, you know that'll it's something that reminds me of my wife, Sex in the right City." Right now, she I feel so show. awesome. I don't know what song it is. It's the theme song from Sex and the City. Yeah, I don't know. What it is. Okay, 
So it makes me awesome. I was I went off a couple times at work, and I'm like, it, it was a Sex in the City theme song. I was tired of explaining why if they had that on there <laughs> since the show's been off the air for ten years, and it really is suicide apropos. is painless. Just keeps playing. So uh, I changed it. Now this is crazy. So I happen to be at, at at this park. It's sort of it's a definitely a diverse park, and there was a lot of uh, of it was me and some. Uh, Eastern Indian people, yeah, and then like, hey, batter, batter, chicken a, stew. A, a large. You think you're gonna be that chicken when you die? You're gonna come f- back as that chicken? No. All right. Uh, and a large group of uh, African Americans, and so I'm standing there with my hard part, my hair up just right. Uh, you just white came from a black looking, barber. You should fit right in. Looking white as ever. And uh, if you remember the scene, where that white haircut came from. My wife I mean. called. My wife called my phone. And if you remember the scene from Office Space where uh, Michael Bolton is listening to... If you to, tell me Merle Haggard is your wife's ringtone, no. I, I don't know how much I can cover for you. Michael Bolton is sitting in this car and he's listening to the Ghetto Boys. And he has Damn, to turn... it feels yeah. good to be a gangster. <laughs> My phone rang and it was uh, Wu-Tang's Cream. <laughs> you know the song? everything around Get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, so everybody stopped what your they were doing. Ringtone? Yeah. Everybody stopped okay. what they were doing and looked right <laughs> at each they didn't look at me though. The dude, from, all, the dude from Pakistan was like, What? No, no, all, it was all black people where okay. I was. All black people. Okay. And they all looked at each other. Nobody looked at me. And everybody was looking at each other like, hey, <laughs> oh, looking in their and, pockets. No, like no. That? They each guy was like, That's not my ringtone, but looking at another black dude like oh it must be your phone and then i i didn't want to pick up my phone <laughs> they're all like checking their pockets like because i thought maybe someone, I, maybe i did change it to Wu-Tang. i thought people were gonna i thought you know somebody might be i thought mine was bitches ain't shit but let me double check because that's weird there's no way it would be that guy so i pick up my you know i'm swinging my daughter on the swing and it, it, i ask it's coming out of my pocket it's getting louder and louder and i'm like please just no and I changed I it to me against the world yesterday, but I but flip it over fast enough to turn the ringtone off, and they they were laughing, and I'm I pick up the phone, I'm pushing my daughter like I was like totally, when I thought like totally when, not gangster, I'm pushing it was like her when I swing. thought my my kid was playing porno on my phone because of because of the sound that I heard, like ran to shut it off as fast as possible. I feel like that's less embarrassing. Yeah, less maybe. embarrassing than this yeah, because yeah. like I said these guys were just looking at each other like oh it must be your phone and the other guy's like no it must be your phone and then I'm in the middle and I go uh, it's, actually, it's actually my phone <laughs> and then I'm talking to my, and then I'm like, like sorry guys well, then I'm arguing with my wife because I I don't know if your wife does this but my wife I'll pick up the phone I'm like uh, I want to know why you picked that for your wife's phone I'll tell you in a minute All so right. I pick up the phone and I go hello and she goes hey what's going on what are you doing and I go I'm at the I'm at the park. Uh, I'll have to call you back. the whitest shit ever. Uh, uh, Old Navy's having a sale. <laughs> I'm like, nobody uh, told you. Not uh, all the white people you know. Not one person mentioned it. I'm like I'm I'm, pu- I'm pushing her on a, a swing. <laughs> I, I'll call you back, and she's going on and on and on. And, like, and then the I'm bagels? just like, listen, I'll call you back. Well, why'd you answer the phone in the first place? If you knew you didn't, couldn't talk at the time, why? And then she just keeps on going, and I finally every time <laughs> I just hang up the phone on her. It just never ends. You ever pick up the phone on your oh. wife and then you tell her like, hey, it's not a good time. I'll have to call you back. And then she goes, well, why'd you yeah. pick up the phone? Why did you let it go? When I because hello, if I don't, that. then you call 50 times in a row. You just continuously call. So well, the mine. only reason I picked up was to go, hey, I'll have to call you back. Yeah. And she'll go, well, just real quick. No, I have to call I you back. I picked it up to stop the noise. <laughs> right? That's it. Because I, I felt really inadequate. <laughs> 
But you know what? Why shouldn't I? I feel like Wu-Tang is for everybody. Sure. I mean, cash rules everyone around you. Especially, yeah. Cash doesn't just rule some people no. around you. And, and that's exactly why. Cash I think that, doesn't pick that song, sides. That song cash rules everyone. Definitely. I mean, that's what brings us all together as a country. Cash. That song definitely uh, makes me money. think of my wife. Dollar, time. dollar bill, y'all. Absolutely. So that's the one you came up with her, for sure. Yeah. I, and in fact, I searched it out. I didn't come across it. I'm like, you know what? Wu-Tang Cream. You, that came love to that mind. Like, you were like, I got to... That's... I love, right, were you like, she's bad with money, so I'll just do that one? Like, she can't stop oh, spending it's not that she, money. Yeah, it's something. not that she's bad with money. She's, she's fine with it. Yeah, she loves it so much, she right. spends it all. Cash rules everything around her. Get the money. Dollar, okay. so then, Get my money. Dollar, dollar bill. Yeah. Well, how did you explain it when it's raining men started coming on? I just said Ben's calling. You're like, Ben's... <laughs> I beat you to it. Son of a bitch, I shouldn't have stepped on it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Bef- hey, before we go, uh, I have to tell you, um, I didn't watch that stupid documentary again, uh, but I did find out that... Which documentary? Getting straight or stupid or whatever, scared scared straight. Clear it up a little bit more? Listen, this week... Are you week, to going clear on HBO? Yes, okay. yes. I have to say... Uh, there's, there's a, there's a big argument, Ben, you're, you haven't, you're not involved in this. You don't know anything about it. There's a big argument online about, um, I guess, so Marvel agreed to make this Deadpool movie and they decided that there's a big controversy that Pete, the, you know, the people that are into the comic want to make it an R movie, but obviously Marvel wants to make it a PG 13 movie to be more appealing, but that totally will go against what this character is all about. But I'll tell you this: Netflix just released. It came out yesterday. Uh, the first season of Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch it? Any of <clears throat> no, it? no. I just it, I want to. I haven't had time. I know you're not a superhero guy. No, but when Netflix does it, I, it, I I'm interested. It is amazing. It's really, really awesome. Really? It's really a great show. The violence is great. The character is great. The people, all the, the cast is great. Acting is it? Uh, he didn't make the cut. Yeah. He's on the cutting room floor. Okay. Uh, but I will tell you, like. Uh, True Detectives coming back, I think next month, which looks amazing. June. Is it June? I think it's June. Okay, uh, that looks amazing. That the trailer just came out, um, the first official trailer. Who loves Rachel McAdams more than me? Nobody. That's the answer. Uh, so, but I want to say oh, that she's got a sassy little short haircut. That's all. Uh, it's gonna be wonderful. Make I based the show on her haircut. I'm like, stop yeah. making movies, Hollywood, forever. Just make yeah, knock it off. Just make HBO shows. Let HBO make everything or Netflix. And they will be the filter on whether you're garbage or not. Here's the thing: if you can make a one hour, you know, whether it be True Detective, whether it be Daredevil, or whatever, you know, one of these, The Sopranos, whatever it is, you, it's almost you're you're a half hour shy of making an entire movie, mm-hmm. thirteen times a season. You know what yeah. I mean? Following one storyline. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to ever go to the movie theater again. Really. Because what you see on, on these these cable shows or these pay-as-you-know really you know, pay-per-view man. things are way better than what's in the movies. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you, you don't have to... I really wanted to end on something we could both agree on. You don't have to fit it all into... You know what I mean? How many... How many times does a movie come out and then later on is like, well, here's the deleted scenes that didn't make the cut. Right. You know what I mean? When you make a, even if you do a miniseries, five episodes, you can fit all the good stuff well, in. Here's the thing: sometimes, and you don't have to cram it. Yeah, right. Sometimes in. there's there's a need for a slow burn at certain parts. Like if I don't know if you ever watched Boardwalk Empire, which I no. thought ultimately as a whole was not that great, but they were really good at like having a 
like a strong opening and then the middle of the series or the middle of every season was god awful boring but then it ended on such a great cliffhanger or yeah. wrap up each season it was like man i can't wait i hope next season's going to be great then they'd start out with a good episode and then it'd be shit and then good at the end um breaking bad was great at that they didn't really have too many lulls in the middle but breaking bad was really good at going like here's the end of the season hang on but but they were also good at being able to stretch some stuff out and not feeling rushed. There was a lot of like ability to develop stuff and, and keep yeah. it, you know, rather yeah. than like you said, it's like, Hey, we have a, a strict hour and 47 minutes where this thing has to be completely wrapped up soup to nuts. I guess the thought might be like, what are, I guess this would be maybe even some homework or, or listener support kind of thing. What are some movies that you think would have been even better if you were able to stretch them into, let's just say five. Just a miniseries, like five episodes. Like, what are some of your favorite movies? Fight Club. Yeah, like, say you took Fight Club. Do you think from that idea you would have enough to make five episodes that were really good? Or do you think that should have been... Because Fight Club, to me, is damn near a perfect movie. Like, yeah. It's really, really good. Um, so, Big Lebowski. So if you, but if you take... Well, there's a good example of, like, maybe it doesn't need a series. You know what I mean? Maybe Really? Not. Yeah. I mean, it was good for as a movie, but I think that you can also... I don't know. Maybe it would it would suck. Maybe it would be too much. Well, I think that's that's the good. I don't I don't have the answer, but that's the good question. Is like how many of your favorite movies would? Because I would say like The Godfather, dude. You could. I mean, I know they're untouchable movies, but you could stretch one or two into easily five episodes. Get to know those characters better, and they would be well, great. So each how many episode times? Is like over two hours. So right there. And when they have you ever seen the 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 one uh, what the hell is it called the the one where they put all they put all the movies in order. No. Okay, so what? There's Godfather one, Godfather two, and Godfather three, but there's a bunch yeah. of flashbacks and different sequences. Yeah, I think it's Godfather Legacy. I, oh, I like it. where they take uh, they, De Niro's scenes and start they, them. Yeah, with they, them they or play something? the movie in complete order from flashback uh, to no to uh-huh. present day or whatever. The, yeah. But that's my thing now. Is like having seen so many good. I think I de- I declared my love for HBO last week. I I watch sports. Maybe news and HBO. That's about it, really, because there's, I mean, I don't do reality TV. I don't do any of that stuff. So that's about all I watch. So I'm a big fan of, like, break it down if if you can. So I would maybe next week and come up with, just say, like, here's not any particular order, but here's ten movies that came, or five movies that came to mind. These are my favorite movies. Would these have been better? Because a lot of times, you know, people talk a lot about pacing in movies, like, how was the pacing? Did it move too slow? Did it move too fast? You have to cram it in, or if your story's not that great, you drag it out. You know what I mean? But like a lot of times, it would lend itself to a series easily, and a lot of times, I guess sometimes not at all. But but that's just an interesting question because off the top of my head, I'm thinking of some that I go, well, yeah, like easily that would be a great series. So cool. you know, Game of Thrones was three books, or so far. You know, I mean, it's had four seasons. Oh, that dude doesn't look too hot. I don't know how much how he, he's gonna have the time to write another like seventeen hundred page yeah, book. You're gonna have to stop eating so much pork, shave your beard, or no, don't even shave because then we'll see mm. what's under there. But my thing is like that was three books. They were able to take those three books and without really embellishing. Any, as a matter of fact, they cram it in. So four seasons was cramming in three the books. The fly. The fly. Better series because I think you can make the transformation it. happens yeah. super fast in the movie. But yeah, if if a movie, Gold, if, you know, was it really a, a transformation? Could... I feel like you know, for Goldblum, he looks like a, I mean, he's he, pretty sloppy to yeah. begin with. 
Well, I mean, now he's 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 definitely dappered and squared away. But I mean, he definitely he looks like a fly to, from from jump. Yeah, I think I mean, it would have been a lot more impactful if they would have took a guy that didn't look like a fly and make him look like a fly. <laughs> if they took it, they didn't already have so many fly-like right. properties. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I mean, my, my thing is like, if a book, if one book equates to a season easily, then a good script could, you know. Yeah, cool. That's my All right, we'll see you guys uh, next week for episode 102. We are on our way to episode 200, so uh, we're almost there. <laughs> Goodbye. Burn Hollywood, burn. I smell a ride going on. First they're guilty, now they're gone. Yeah, I'll check out a movie, but it'll take a black one to move me. Get me the hell away from this TV. All the news and views are beneath me. So all I hear about is shots ringing out, about gang putting each other's head out. So I rather kick some slang out. All right, fellas, let's go hang out. Hollywood, or would they not make us all as bad like I know they had? But some things I'll never forget, yeah. So step and fetch this shit. For all the years we look like clowns, the joke is over. Smell the smoke from all around. to mother let's check out a flick that exploits the color rolling through hollywood late at night red blue lights with a common sight pull to the curb get played like a sucker don't fight the power the motherfucker as i walk the streets of hollywood boulevard thinking how hard it was for those who started the movies portraying the roles of butlers and maids slaves and hoes many intelligent black men seem to look uncivilized when on the screen like i guess i figure you to play some jigaboo on the plantation what else can a nigga do and black women in this profession after playing a lawyer out of the question for what they played and your mama is the perfect term even if now she got a perm so let's make our own movies like spike lee because the roles being offered don't strike me there's nothing that the black man could use to earn burn hollywood burn Considering you for a part in our new production, how do you feel about playing a controversial Negro? Yeah, I'm with it. You mean somebody like you would be new Negro Brown, right? Well, it's a servant, Arthur, that shuffles a little bit and sings. Yo, man, what? Listen, I hope they ain't wasting my time. You know how I feel about giving these movies my money. You know what I'm saying? I work hard for it. Come on, man. It's gonna be dope, man. Just chill, man. Hey, I'm chill too, man. But you know what I'm saying? I just don't. I, I can't go for the steel magnolia shit. You know what I'm saying? It's cool, man. It's cool. Ladies and gentlemen, today's feature presentation: Driving Miss Daisy. No, oh no, man. No. Just, just what I'm yeah, talking man. about. Terms of endearment. Yeah. I'm out. Hey, yo, check it out, man. I got Black C's at the crib, man. Y'all want to go check that out? Yeah. That's the idea. Cause we could have rolled it from the beginning. Y'all with it, Fuck man. Fuck Hollywood, man. When I go to the playground, when I take my, like, I'm like the weirdo whisperer.